You are listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I'm a business owner, a part-time digital nomad, a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and am all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. Hey girlfriend, welcome to today's episode. I'm pumped to be talking with you. I have a really important topic today that I cannot wait to share with you. So there are so many things that I think new entrepreneurs or people who are thinking about becoming entrepreneurs have in their heads. I know I did. I had so many beliefs that once I got into entrepreneurship, I really had to work through and that I think held me back a little bit in the beginning, whether it was for starting my business or whether it was gaining traction and scaling once I got into it. And so I want to take those on today. I thought it would be fun to share a few of the most common ones that I see a lot, I hear a lot, and really just break them down and give you a better belief to adopt for yourself right here and now, and even a better question that you can ask your own self to guide you to a better answer. The first thing that I'll say, though, is this is not an exhaustive list. There are certainly many more beliefs, so if I miss one that you have, DM me, message me. I'm happy to talk through it with you or even to record another follow-up episode, Uh, but here's a few that came to mind, and when I polled people, seemed like they came up a lot, all right? So I think this will be really juicy and fun to go through. So the first belief if you've got it, you want to get rid of this one, is that some people are just smarter. Like some people are going to succeed because they're smarter. There's something in their brain that just works a little better. And that is not at all true. Now, some people may be gifted in book smarts. We all know that, right? But it doesn't matter. It does not correlate to building a successful business. What I think it really takes to build a successful business is getting out there and taking action and trying and keeping at it and iterating and being just consistent with putting yourself out there. There's this great two-minute video by Ira Glass on beginning. I've mentioned it before because I love it so much, but you can go to YouTube and look up that phrase. And it talks about how all creative people, when they get into building a business or doing something creative, there's almost this gap between what they're trying to create and what they can picture in their head as this ultimate product and what they're putting out there. And you're almost disillusioned with yourself at first because you're like, this is not what I'm picturing in my head. Why is my product not looking the way I want it to? Why doesn't my website look as good as I want it to? You just know that there's something a little bit off. And what he says that I find so encouraging is that that doesn't mean that you are not cut out for this. It doesn't mean you're not talented enough or creative enough. What it means is you actually have amazing taste because you can see that there's a difference. And even if you don't yet know how to fix it, the fact that you can see it points to your taste and points to your ability to be in this game and that you should be here. And the way to get through it is not to give up 
is not to change to something else, is not to let someone else build the dream life that you want to have. It's to do a tremendous amount of work. And through that work is how you start to notice things that you didn't see in the beginning. It's how to find your way to the way that you like when it comes to selling, when it comes to who you want to serve, when it comes to how you write, when it comes to how you create your website or speak about yourself or what your elevator pitch is. So the belief that some people are smarter, sure, maybe that's true, right? But that doesn't mean that that's what you need to build a successful business. And that belief honestly does not serve you. It keeps you small. It keeps you letting other people go out there and get what you deserve, what you can go after too if you are like them and you put yourself out there over and over and over again until you finally start to get some things right. So what I believe is a better belief that you can adopt for yourself is I have everything I need to be successful. You know, I am being guided to everything I need to be successful. And if you want to think about a better question to ask yourself, to point yourself in the right direction, because better questions get better answers, you could think about what's one lesson I've learned so far that I can incorporate going forward. I mean, this is like metrics and analytics 101 in terms of what you measure improves. So every single week in marketing or every quarter, every month, you're looking back at what you've done and you're pulling out what worked. And so you can apply the same lens to your business or your creative endeavors or your side hustles. What is one lesson you've learned? What's one thing that's working that you can go further into? What's one tweak you can make? What's one thing that didn't work that you can change up so that maybe it will next time? And I think that is going to get you a better answer. That's going to give you a direction to go in. You know, if you think about your brain in terms of it being the best supercomputer that ever existed, it can do things that even the most sophisticated AI, artificial intelligence algorithms cannot. You have to ask a computer the right question to get the right answer. If you ask it a bad query, you're not going to get the answer you want, right? Like it's even like Google. You look up something that is not even what you're really looking for, and it's not that Google's doing anything wrong. It's giving you exactly what you asked for, but you did not ask the right question. So you want to start to get in the practice as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, of asking yourself the best questions that you can and questions that are going to give you better and better answers, all right? So belief number one, some people are smarter, some people got things you don't have. No, that is no longer a belief you have. You now believe you have everything you need to be successful. Anything you don't have, you can figure out and ask yourself, what's one lesson that I've learned that I can incorporate going forward? And you keep doing that over and over again, and you're going to get better and better and better and better and find your way to the success that you seek. And you'll do it whether or not you've got those book smarts, okay? The second one, and this one is a little saucy because this is a belief so many people hold so tight in lots of areas of their life. Um, Admittedly, I think we all do it in some area, whether it's health, whether it's time, anything. So I'm just going to say it and then we'll go from there, okay? But it might feel a little bit triggering or activating to hear it. But that is that you need more fill in the blank, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's 
approval, resources, whatever, that is a belief that may feel very, very true, but ultimately it does not serve you to buy into that. So I will even take it out of business and think about it with health. So when I pictured working from home, I thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be a no-brainer to do my workout every day. All I've been needing is more time. And, you know, yes, more time could have helped. I was definitely commuting and working and tired at the end of the day. But what I realized pretty quickly is that it wasn't necessarily time that I lacked. It was prioritization in a lot of ways because I didn't always feel motivated. I suddenly didn't have motivation to go and be healthy and work out. And so even though I had time all of a sudden, I found myself still struggling to go to the gym and still struggling to get my workout in. And that was a very sobering realization because all that story that I had been telling myself for those years of I just need more time and maybe you found this in the pandemic right when we had all the time in the world uh, suddenly of like to work from home or whatever depending on who you are what your job is obviously Um, but suddenly you may have realized oh okay maybe time was not the thing there And when it comes to finances, yes, some of us are so much better off than others, and I'm not trying to make light of that, but there's also a story that I think we tell ourselves that we need the money, that we need the resources in order to get what we want, and that is just shutting down the dream without even looking for a better solution. So when I was building my business, I've talked before about how I actually went into debt and I actually put some coaching on credit cards and Facebook ads on credit cards. And while I don't recommend that, for me, that was the only way that I had sometimes to be able to make ends meet or to get the thing that I wanted to get to the next level. And what that taught me (laughs) is that It's not always about the money or the funds. It's about how can I be resourceful here, right? The better belief, I think, is that there is always a way for something we really, really want or need to do. There is always a way. And a better question is, how can I make this possible? So instead of just shutting it down, and yes, maybe some things aren't, but instead of shutting it down right away with, I can't do it because I don't have this, that, or the other thing, just play with your brain and give it the imagination, give it the space to think, how could I make this work? If I had to make this work, how could I? Would it be taking on a side hustle? Would it be freelance copywriting for a few hours a day at $100 an hour and earning that money there? Would it be asking someone, like, is there anything that you can exchange? Like, can you give a service for them to give you a service? Um, Is it asking for help, like, when you need it, whether it's childcare, whether it's um, at home? Like, there's so many ways, right? Like, there's so many ways to get creative. And so the better thing, only you can be the judge of what feels right and what feels worth it to you. But I think a better question is, how could I make this possible? And even in the health example, for me, because I had the time, I just didn't have the motivation or the desire to go to the gym. The way I shifted it was I made it more fun. So I made it something that felt possible because I started to look forward to it and I found workouts where I could dance or I just thought I have this 30 minutes every day, I can do whatever I want, I just gotta move. 
And that for me was a way to give myself so much freedom to go on a walk, to do a dance workout, to do more like Pilates or aerobics or weights or whatever. But that was something that shifted and I realized all that time that I really had was there. It was more so that I just needed something that made it possible for me. And same with the business, like I did not always have the funds that I needed and that's so common in the beginning stage of business. That's why you wanna build a business, right? So you can have that financial freedom. So how could you make it possible? What could you do in the short term, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable and even if it's a little bit stretchy and puts you a little bit beyond like your limits for a little while to live like no one else is gonna live the rest of your life? to be able to invest in the thing that gets you to the next level faster, right? That makes you more money faster and returns that money back to you so you never again have to be in a position to say, I can't afford that or I don't know how I'm going to do this, right? For me, one of the biggest lessons of entrepreneurship, and again, I know this is triggering and uncomfy because it kind of sucks as to admit any of this, right? Or to really look at it and at least explore it with this lens, But for me, it was really realizing and tapping into my own resourcefulness. And the the belief became so much more empowering, yes, a little bit more uncomfortable, but so much more empowering to believe that I could make anything possible, to believe that there was always a way to ask myself, how could I make it happen? How could I do this? And so I don't know your story. I don't know your history. I don't know what you're up against. And certainly there are people in this world who have so much they're running up against, right? That like it, there's certain things that are not possible for them. But I choose, I try to not live from that perspective for anyone. I try and really give them the belief and the empowerment that they can figure anything out, that they can be that person that rises above their circumstances, that's resourceful, that has everything in them they ever need to see every dream realized because I think that's just a better way to honor each other, right? And to give the grace of it might take time to figure it out and it might be harder for some and we might all have to get like a little scrappy and resourceful. But just seeing that people are so capable of that, I think is a is a more honoring place to operate from, right? And if we can help in any way, let's do it. Like if we can encourage each other's dreams or make it possible for someone to go do that, then do it. But I I try not to look at anyone like they can't figure this out. Like, yes, you can absolutely figure anything you want out. And so that better question to come back to, to know what's true or what's worth it for you at this stage is to say, how could I make this possible? And you don't have to do it. You don't have to act on it, but just let your mind wander and dream. And again, better questions equal better answers. And you will be amazed at how creative your brain can be when given the right question. And the solutions that you just start daydreaming about that you're like, oh, I could do this. Or I don't need this thing in the back of my closet. I could sell this and pull a little from here. Or, yeah, I do have that hobby I'm really good at that my friends always ask me to share. I could totally do that on the side and make some money from that. So there's a million ways to do it. And I think that is something that will so serve you in your entrepreneurial journey is believing I am resourceful. I can find a way when I want to. How can I make this work? All right. And the third one, and this is so important too, and this one took me a while to learn, is that you have to be something other than what you are. So, for example, I think that a lot of us have a belief that it takes 
hustle, hustle, hustle (laughs) to make a business work. And while I do think it takes hard work and I do think it takes consistency and showing up again and again and going past your own limits and mindset blocks, I have this very successful, um, you know, million dollar business owner friend who has really made a business out of the fact that that is not what felt true for her in terms of hustling and burning out and doing things she hated. And so she made this business around how can I start with my own pleasure? How can I start with my own joy? If I have to do something I don't want, one, can I delegate it? If I can't, how can I make it more enjoyable for me? And she became so magnetic in doing that, that people wanted more of what she had to offer. They wanted to see how she was building this business, how she was opting out of hustle culture and how she was turning quote unquote laziness or what she believed was laziness into actually something that drew people to her. And I just thought that was so inspiring as a reminder of you, everything that you have, as she says, is at worst a neutral and at best this hidden superpower, this strength. Now, for another example with me, like I, at the beginning of my business, felt like I had to sell a certain way. So it's really common with new business owners to feel like you're missing some little hint or strategy, or if you just had this one piece, it would all work out. And so for me, I took this training and I followed the script just like they said to, and I tried to do everything exactly right, but I hated the way that these calls felt. I just felt like it was not in my true nature. I didn't enjoy following a script. I wanted to have like a heart to heart with people and share a sincere conversation. And so... For me, that was actually a detriment to have this belief around I had to do things a certain way that didn't feel true to me and that didn't feel aligned. And like I said, yes, you will have to work. Yes, you will have to do things you don't like doing in business for a certain period of time or to a certain degree. But I truly believe, and I think a better one is, whatever I am is an advantage, When I'm in my highest vibration or my best flow or my highest joy, whatever word you want to use, that's when people are most drawn to me. So even with selling, what I begin to adopt is people like my selling energy is how I feel when I'm at my best, right? It's genuine. It's authentic. It's bubbly. It's encouraging. And all of a sudden, that is when selling and building my business started to feel so fun because I could be who I was when I felt my best and when I felt in my highest service and alignment to people. And so the same can be true for you. You don't have to be this spammy, bro marketer, like intense, aggressive salesperson. Whoever you are, when you are at your best, when you are in your highest joy, in your highest alignment, I don't mean you have to be your best, like you have to have a good day every day, but just when you are feeling you're true to your core, that can be what builds your business. That can be what draws people to you. That can be what sells right? And so for that girlfriend I just shared the example of, for her being in her joy and her pleasure and resting and nourishing her body and not burning out, that's what brought her back to that place where people couldn't help but wonder what that special something she had was, right? And so for you, maybe the better belief again is that whatever you are is your superpower, Whatever you are, when you're in your highest joy, when you're aligned, when you're doing what feels true to you, that's when you sell the most. 
That's when your business thrives, right? A better question I think you could consider is, what are a few words that describe me when I'm at my truest state? So again, for me, some of those words were like genuine, bubbly, like energetic, like positive, happy. Like those are things that I feel like when I'm really like glowing and thriving, right? So what are they for you? What is your most authentic state? What is your highest vibration state? And how can you sell from that place? How can you design a business around that place? How can you create an offer or tell others about your business from that place? What kind of industry does that mean for you, right? And I think that is going to lead you to a place where when you start to operate from those core words, whatever yours are, you are going to be magnetic. You are going to build this amazing business. You are going to realize you don't have to be anything other than what you are, what you already have is enough. And that is a belief to live your life by, right? Like that is a belief that is going to just build something that not only is successful and not only, you know, allows you to replace a corporate income or to travel more or to have more work-life balance, um, but that feels really good along the way. And that puts you into that joy state every single day. And even when it's hard, it's worth it because you're doing it the way you want to do it right? And just that feels good to you and feels aligned and feels true. And I think there's nothing better than that, right? Like there's no better way to build a business than that. So that's what I would just offer you. And if you are thinking of starting a business, can I also just say like how badass you are? Like, do you know what a brave, bold, amazing decision it is to do something against the grain, to believe that you can have ideas and things in your own heart and create something tangible out of them and bring them into the world and even the belief even the fact that you are toying with it says something about you says that deep down you have a belief that you can do this that really believes you can pull this off and yes you might need to keep coming back to these affirmations these more positive questions or reframes But there's something in there that already believes you have everything you need to pull this off and to build this business and to live whatever life is of your dreams and is of your highest vision for yourself. And so just take heart in that. Know that's already in there if you're thinking about this and just keep nurturing those little seeds. Keep coming back to that. Keep reframing these beliefs that tell you otherwise. I mean, that is so much a part of building a business. You won't even believe it once you get into it. I did not realize mindset was such a big part of a business, but it is. It's really you reframing these beliefs is part of the work, is part of building something. So you're already doing it. You're already practicing. You're already little by little growing something in your own brain that is going to manifest and come out in your own world. So just want to encourage you with that and just say I'm so proud of you I'm so inspired by you and I am here cheering you on every step of the way I really believe you can do this and if you have any doubts you dm me and we'll talk through them Um, but just know you have everything you need to succeed it's not out there it's in you when you are in your highest highest joy and I hope this just reminds you of that 
If this episode resonated with you, I have something you are going to love. As you may know, part of what helps me create my own version of my brightest life is copywriting and content marketing. Building a content business helped me replace and surpass my corporate income, to see the world while working from anywhere, and to choose clients that light me up every single day. If you're at all curious about doing the same, I have broken it down for you in a copywriting starter kit, all the beginning steps you need to build your own profitable freelance business. I will link it in the show notes, so definitely check it out if you're interested. Thank you so much for being here, and I will chat with you next Thursday.